Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Richard Townsend and I'm the country manager for Robert Walters Brazil. Today we present the Act Like a Startup and Win the War for Talent podcast series, where we speak to startup leaders around the globe to share strategies on best practices on how to attract and retain your best talent. Today I'm delighted to welcome Leanne Kemp from Everledger. Leanne, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Before we jump into our topic today, Leanne, I think it would be excellent to, to perhaps give the audience some context and, and why don't you tell us a little bit about Everledger and the journey that you've been on? Sure. Everledger started in the heart of London in 2015 and we visioned a platform to enable transparency to some of the most opaque supply chains in the world. And we began in the diamond industry, tracking diamonds from the source of the mine right the way through to the retail network. So if you walk into a diamond store today and ask the question, where does it come from? We're able to surface the truth, the truthful story of that diamond. Um, Wind forward to today and we've built um, a platform of provenance and enabled traceability, diamonds, coloured gemstones into art, wine, jewellery. You can see it's all the things I like to wear, watch and and buy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't don't we all don't we all all have a good glass of wine? Um, I consider there's many opportunities for you to to grow the business and and to take it in various different directions. And I also noticed that you you've spoken previously about your decision to base the business in London. And from my own experience, I know that basing a business in London is extremely competitive in when you're looking for talent and, and retaining talent. So today, I want to to focus on a couple key key areas on how you uh, manage your talent, how you look for people and, and how you help to retain that. And those two, two key areas are going to be career growth and benefits. So my first question today, uh, and I want to, to, to kind of explore this in a bit of detail, is to understand what are the talent plans and strategies you, you implement to help promote talent and accelerate people's careers at Everledger? Well, look, firstly, we're involved deeply in distributed ledger technologies. And whilst we might be tax headquartered in London, we operate in six uh, entities. We have six global entities um, operating Australia, India, Israel, UK, USA and mainland China. The reality is we're a human system. So we're a system of people. Um, Firstly, to attract talent, um, we have to showcase examples of why Everledger is great. Uh, and we have a hundred ever legends across the world, uh, so we don't necessarily talk to our team members as if they're staff. They're a connected team uh, and a, and distributed globally. Um, so the types of programs that we put in place is firstly to be the example, to show what it is life and like to be an ever legend and walk in the daily footsteps of of operations. Um, There are, of course, more prescriptive means that we go through, whether it be OKRs and team cards and KPIs and um, Mm -hmm. bits and pieces. But the reality is at the very core, 
of this business. We are a human system connected with people. So we seek out those that have a similar mindset, but very different skill sets and combining them together to uh, allow them to uh, unleash their talents on the world and solve for some of the grand problems that we've decided to tackle. Fantastic. And before we go any further, I have to say I love the name Ever Legends. Fantastic name. And, and, and it starts to, to show the, the way that you're trying to structure the company. Um, tell us a, a little bit more about some of the plans that you've looked at in terms of perhaps uh, structuring promotions or, or speaking to your staff about promotions. And the reason that I ask this is as a, as a recruiter myself, Often when we are recruiting for a startup or smaller business, it's harder to communicate the career path or the career progression. And for many job seekers, they, that's one of the key questions that they have. So how do you communicate that to your employees? Look, I think we um, are going through significant growth spurts and uh, we started uh, the company with a vision and the realisation of that vision has taken very many iterations of not only product but also the types of people that join the organization and the skill sets that are required I certainly know my job as the CEO has vastly changed over the course of the last six years um, being a strategist in a visionary CEO to a product-led CEO uh, and now even probably more prescriptive and operational than ever before because we have more than 100 people globally um, everyone has aspirations or career pathways or career goals we can certainly give guidance to the roadmap of the organization um, and certainly we're able to engage more disciplined uh, in terms of how we might go about understanding check-ins and structuring um, probation periods and or what we call a nine box uh, approach so uh, we manage that across each quarter. And then of course we mark that back against performance of company, performance of team and performance of individuals. Um, what we often find is uh, people create the company and the company create people over time. So mm -hmm. we're starting to, to mold uh, even our leadership principles, which are very different uh, to of course, the values of the company uh, and um, not everyone uh, that steps into a role in an organization, they might start as an engineer, but there's a very different skill set to managing people. And then of course, being mm -hmm. a senior leader in an organization. So each of those have sort of standard Harvard like business process approaches to leadership that we employ. But I'd say that we go a little bit deeper in terms of the cognitive connection, um, just consistently asking everyone in the organization, uh, why do you stay? <laughs> why mm -hmm. are you taking a call at 11 o'clock at night? Uh, why is it that you're still thirsty to be involved in the organisation? And I think asking why more than once really gets mm -hmm. to the crux of the matter as to um, the commitment people have in the organisation, but also unfolds the passion that still fires up every morning for people to join and perform. You, you wouldn't believe that I participated in a webinar earlier on today uh, about talent retention. And one of the key, the key points that came out of this was ask why your employees are staying with you and ask it more than once. <laughs> so <laughs> it is, it's funny how it's been repeated uh, twice in one day. Um, 
I know that one of your your key values is trust and and promoting trust within the business. Um, can you perhaps elaborate on how you deliver that on a day to day basis, and also tell us a little bit more about some of your other values? Well, I mean, we are the trust platform for the diamond industry, and by virtue of that, the work that we do is open and transparent, and we are relied upon to be defensible in telling the story of the diamond. And so trust and integrity is our product. Uh, it's a natural extension of the people that we attract to the business, but it's effectively the reason why we exist and why our customers engage us. Um, you know, transparency across the organisation can be as simple as every employee knowing where I am in the world, a total mm -hmm. open calendar, um, every employee having uh, pretty much a, a digital open door policy to, uh, to be able to gain access to the CEO and the founder. So I think the principles of who we are as an organisation, the type of product we're building is a natural extension of who we attract and, uh, and the types of customers that want to deal with us. Great. In terms of the um, values of the organisation, they're fantastic because, in fact, when we first started the company within the first year or two, the values became a natural extension of me being the founder and mm -hmm. or um, the vision that I held for Everledger. But after about three years in operations, I remember sitting down with our senior leadership team saying, do these values really reflect who we are? So let's push what we believe to be our values because values are really behaviours. So what are the behaviours mm -hmm. where displaying and committing to. So one of our values is uh, be the trust. Uh, trust is an enabler and allowing us to move fast and take risks and learn fast. But it's also liberating to have trust with peers or even our customers trusting us. And so with that freedom comes responsibility to perform. One of the other ones we have is be you united. Mm -hmm. So you know, our diversity is a source of energy and competitive edge. Um, the vo every person's voice matters and we invite debates, healthy, really healthy debates, asking the hard questions about the hard things. So um, listening humbly is very important as well. And once a decision's mm -hmm. made, um, we commit as one and away we run together because together we're ever legendary. And then we have a third one, which I really love because it's bringing the future forward. Um, and when we think about that, uh, the types of visions that we hold for the world have now become the reality today because we're shaping how we believe tomorrow should be, whether it be our work in sustainability, transparency and traceability. These are principally going to become a part of the conscious consumer questions that people are asking themselves whether it be a piece of steak on the plate that you might eat for dinner or a diamond mm -hmm, that you mm -hmm. buy in a retail outlet. And lastly, being a startup, there is never enough resources. We always have a tight time frame. So it's pack light, work right. And um, being frugal keeps us sharp. And so resourcefulness is really at the core of who we are. And constraints also breed creativity. So we're pretty mm -hmm. excited about really living out and breathing those behaviours, which actually ends up becoming the values of the organisation. I have to say, I like all of those those values there, but the two that resonate the most with me are be the trust and be you. 
because particularly BU, because I think that gives the employee the very obviously the flexibility to be themselves. But then I also think it gives them the flexibility to, to make mistakes. And I think that then ties in with be the trust. You know, you are trusted to try something new. You're trusted to, to make a mistake. And we give you that accountability to, 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 to rectify any mistake and to learn from it. So I have to say those, those resonate with me the most. Yeah, totally. Look, you know, we all have a little bit of crazy within us and are all a little bit weird. And so, <laughs> you know, bring it together. It's pretty comfortable and pretty colourful. We, we welcome the weird. The weird breeds creativity. Um, thank you very much.